allowing, patient presence. They call it a due date. And now that we're two days past the due date, there's a part of me that's really aware of how much tension comes from just describing it as a due date. I think about all the due dates for projects and taxes and (sighs) homework. (laughs) It goes way back, this idea that something is due on a particular date. And if you're not delivering on that date, you're late and there'll be a penalty. But our baby girl, while it's uncomfortable for mom to continue to carry her as she gets bigger and bigger, this notion of a due date just feels like it creates a tension, at least inside of me. You know, it was an estimate. It wasn't based upon a deep conversation with baby. And indeed, when I let go of due date, and when Jem and I feel into her presence and what's happening, there's a sense of unfolding, of ripening, of readying. And that's on the physical level. And it's on the energetic level. It's on the spiritual level. So many different levels. And in many of those levels, the idea of a calendar due date seems ridiculous. I look outside, it's late October, and yet so many of the leaves are green still. Yeah, a lot have fallen, but are the ones that are green late? Is this a late fall? I say this because I believe that there are certain essentials for emotional freedom. And one of those is this state of being called allowing. And allowing is different from waiting. If I'm waiting in line, then I've arrived, I have something that I need to do, and I'm in a line for it to happen. If I'm waiting in traffic, if the traffic wasn't there, then I could proceed. I have to wait for it. Allowing to my body feels very different. If I'm allowing this pregnancy to unfold in a way that is as natural and healthful and right, then I'm offering a kind of presence and patience. And I remember being told, you need to be more patient. And the problem with that is that it was always in the context of like having to wait for something. And no one explained the difference between waiting and allowing. If I'm in the car and I'm impatient, I'm saying, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And yeah, parents be like, you need to be more patient when another frame of reference is allowing us the time to get to our destination is where we are right now. Allowing. Huh. Allowing the pregnancy to continue 
past its due date, means that I'm not adding a lot of impatient energy into it. I'm staying ready. I'm staying as relaxed as I can. And when impatience rises and says, but, 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 it should have happened already, that should, you know, gets a little smile and says, well, it hasn't, and it's okay. I go back to patience and presence. And presence says, yeah, this is in my life. It's a big deal. It's important to me. I'm aware of it. And I'm allowing all of the energies and unfolding to happen. And right here, right now, there's not anything specifically asked of me. Let me give you another example. So when I think about project management from a business standpoint, there's a quality of, okay, we take this project, we break it up into steps and milestones, and we assign due dates to them. And if you're good at project management and working with the team, there's this sense that you're going to hit these milestones and you're going to deliver the project on time on the due date. Okay, here's the truth though that I've noticed when it comes to things that are cooperative, where people are using their intuition and flexibility and resilience to allow, allow an unfolding, a right timing, then this notion of the tension driving the project goes away and you're present with it. Well, yeah, if you forget about something and you're not aware of it, then it can get old and stale, kind of like that cantaloupe I talked about in This Fresh Now. But if you're aware of it and you're attuned to it, then when it's time to engage with the project, you do. You feel the rightness of it. The energy comes together, whether in a group or your individual part of it. So about three weeks ago, I sent an updated lease amendment for the home that my family rents. And this was almost a month after the owners of the house had said that they would put together this agreement. And I was allowing during that month of September, they have a lot of responsibilities. And in my quiet time, where I could relax and allow, it felt very clearly in my body and in my inner guidance system that even to remind them to add kind of a little bit of, hey, hey, to the situation, it didn't feel right. In that state of allowing, it wasn't passive. I wasn't sitting there upset. There was a certain amount of, hey, I wonder what's going on. And that was the invitation to first drop in and feel with patient presence. Is anything being called forth from me? On the 1st of October, three weeks ago, what in that place of allowing was called forth was, hey, draft it, put it together so it's signable, like be something that 
that you all can sign, but offer it to them. And over that time, about three weeks passed. And in my, if I was in a place of waiting, there was a tension. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, you know, there was a, oh, there was even anxiety and some fear that rose up. And again, for emotional freedom, when that comes up, that tension, the place where you go to stand, I believe, is in a place of allowing and you bring some patient presence. And in that patient presence, you say, okay, right here, right now, is there anything really and truly that feels right for me to act upon? Some inspired action to take. Do, am I clear about an inspired action? And the answer to that was no, and no, and no, and no. And then it was, hey, you may hear something beforehand, but otherwise just let it go till after the baby is born. A couple days ago, with appreciation for my patients and a really genuine desire for us to have the stability that this amendment offers, as well as the freedom that it does for all parties. It's really a yes, yes. <sighs> it arrived, signed. We quickly signed it and, and sent it back. To me, this is an example, very practical example, of where allowing works. It demonstrates a recognition that the people that we share a co-creation with, like somebody who owns a house and the people that rent it, us, we're co-creating. And that in that dance, there's a dynamic and that dynamic can be felt. And if one person is, is fearful or pressuring, it changes the dance. It changes it for everyone. By relaxing into the allowing, you will get a feeling for when it is time, if it is time, to take an inspired action. And so, as my partner returns back from the midwife appointment and we continue to allow this unfolding, I invite you, look at where in your life where you feel like you're waiting and there's a growing sense of tension that you might call impatience. Can you stand energetically, tap, 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 if needed, in a place of allowing where you bring your presence to get your clarity? And take inspired action if it's really clear and otherwise look for what's available to you in this fresh now. It could be a moment in time where you really get to recognize your own divine connection and the unfolding. And that there's a sense of rightness to allowing this right here, right now. I'm Rick from Thriving Now, and I'd love to hear examples of where allowing has made a difference in your life, your sense of well-being and your thriving. I can be reached at rick at emotionalfreedom.love or stop by the website and leave a comment. Thanks for listening.